Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode three, and I'm sitting down with actor Tommy Amber Peary, who has appeared in lots of things I've done, including How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town, as well as Michael Every Day, Don't Get Killed in Alaska, The F Word, the list goes on. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're going to watch Sullivan's Travels, which you know nothing about. Zero things. So this is, sorry, I should say this is Tom Amber Peary is here. Hello. Because um, you originally wanted to watch The Godfather, and I reminded you how long it was. It was three hours, and I was like, <laughs> fuck no. We'll do that another time. Only because it's, what, 9.30, and I feel like I'm probably, I will be lucky if I'm not asleep by 10.15. You'll be fine. I'm going to poke you. <laughs> um, we should do the God... You've never seen any Godfather movies? Shamefully, no. That's okay. We'll do it as a series. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. But we can spread it over time. We'll do We don't that. have to do, like, a triple build. I always feel so guilty that I haven't seen The Godfather. That's as okay. an actor, I feel like it's, it's, it's my job to have seen that movie. It's impossible to see everything, mm-hmm. first of all. Except for you. Except when you're... No, I haven't seen everything, though. Okay. There's, there's a lot of ones, but that, and that was kind of the impetus for this, was that I want to embrace the fact that, it's supposed, it's supposed to have being shamed and being like, oh, I haven't seen that, and right. being embarrassed by it, it's like, no, it's like, let's embrace it, and let's watch it. Totally. You know, and do yeah, you're right, you're right. It's like, let's, you know, let's admit that we haven't. Let me take this gloomy cloud off of this podcast. You're absolutely, but let me ask you, why do you want me to see this movie? You chose this movie, and you said, I think this would be perfect for you to watch. Because, um, first of all, I know you like older movies. Mm-hmm. And this is an older movie, and it's a classic. And it's one of those movies that I think people that know it like really celebrate, and it's a much-loved movie. But I think it's a hidden gem. Like I think a lot of people don't really know about this movie. And I don't want to say too much about it, because you're coming in knowing nothing, right? Did you look it up after I told you about it? Uh, no. I great. tried to on IMDb, but my cellular shit wasn't on. Yeah, great. So I'm not gonna, I don't want to say too much. Okay. Because I think it's better to go in completely clean on this one. I like this. This is fun. Yeah, it's good. And the whole and part of the reason too that you know I wanted to build this room and I wanted to do this podcast is also I think we get away from kind of the idea of just sitting down and watching a movie in the dark and mm-hmm. not doing anything else. Oh, are we are we gonna keep the lights on? We're gonna turn lights off. <laughs> no, no, no. But also it's just like I have another rule: is like you can't have your phone on. And we but just what if there's a watch. fire at home? That there's a fire at home. That's a different thing. So you oh, so we're telling them that we're turning the phone off, but we're not actually. No, no, no. But it's the idea is like don't check your fucking email. Okay, don't so check, don't pick up your thing. phone. Yeah, there should be a phone box over there. Maybe I get one. Yeah, get a phone box. Yeah. All right, so let's watch. I like this plan. All right, we'll do a postmortem after. Yeah, let's do it. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Okay, we just finished. We just finished. Yeah, one lady talking major P first. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> um, so was it the perfect movie for you? It was perfect in that it was um, a 1940s film. It was an oldie fashiony film with um, you know a decent plot line. I was interested with the plot. Uh, Veronica Lake, quite intriguing. To you watch. loved her. I loved her. Oh <clears throat> uh, God, there's something about that. 
time. That's so glamorous. Isn't it? She reminds me of you in that movie because she's so. What? Because she's well, just like essence, if nothing else, right? Oh, Jeremy, you're pulling my dick. No, no, I'm not pulling your dick. Because you've got that playfulness, like that scene when they're at his like his pool, and she just jumps and she just starts fucking with him. Yeah, that's totally you. Right. And that's just like, and what I love about Veronica Lake in this movie is you get an essence of her because she's just having fun and she's being playful, Mm -hmm. and that's not something I think a lot of actors of that era got away with. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that's Mm -hmm. just so that's something that I think is really unique to this Mm -hmm. movie. And there's moments too that you could see, you you were able to catch that the reality of that because it was shot on film and I mean you know more about how I mean I would imagine that it was so every every piece of film was so um, what's the word precious precious and tender and like <clears throat> so there was moments where you would see her break. Yeah. Because well, she was having she, so much fun. She actually corrects herself. In yes, point. the chicken The chicken line, yeah. Yes. And that, that's clearly yeah. a flub. Yeah. And there's a couple actors do that. And it's like, well, that... And that's... So the one question you say, well, did, did, did they not have enough film to do another take? Or did they just... You know, did Preston Sturges just love that performance so much that right. like, I don't care about that little flaw because it makes them more human? It does. I think... Wh- why, why, why I picked this movie for you... Was because I think it's just like I know, you know, you're like me. You get in your head and you yeah. start wondering about what what does it all mean? What does it all matter? Uh-huh. And and this movie, I always think back whenever I start getting that way in my head. I think about this movie. Or I watch this movie, and that ending just kills me. Where it's just like there's a lot to be said for making somebody laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, they th- do that montage of everybody laughing and that that that, that, that basic essence, that simplicity of like what what that means in life, and the ha- that really is like the foundation of it all. <clears throat> That's what matters. Well, those people that you know they spend their day in hard labor camp, and then just, like, the best part of their week is going to that church and watching stupid cartoons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think about that is because I think about that as someone who works primarily in comedy, um, and because you watch. You know, you think about, like, movies that win awards and get revered, and it's, like, it's all the big drama movies, and, totally. and people don't give respect to comedy the way it should, mm-hmm. but then, you know, when I talk to people that have either, you know, that have loved the comedy, whether it's mine or someone else's, and it's just, like, you, I do think there's a value, there's a really important value in comedy, because it's the kind of thing where it's, like, when a doctor comes home from a hard fucking day... Watch someone die or whatever. It's like making that person laugh mm-hmm. saves their life mm-hmm. in a weird way, you know. Absolutely, and we know the value of that. I, it was more physical. It was physical comedy that was there's a lot of prevalent. And there was there was funny things, obviously, but it, I don't think it was guttural laugh out loud. There was just no, no, a few no. Moments. It's amusing. Like yeah, it's hard because it's like you know this movie is almost 80 years old, mm-hmm. you know, at this point. Everyone's 1941. dead. 1941. Everyone, we were talking about that. We were talking about like, that person's dead. I'm like, yeah. There's, there's a baby at one point. I'm like, maybe the baby's alive. Everyone in this movie is dead. And Veronica Lake's character, who is, she's the lead oh, actress in the film, is the girl. That is the character name. And... There's a, there's a character called Colored Chef. Colored Chef. <laughs> Which is a black gentleman. But you know what's interesting that I really like, too, that I, I hadn't thought about before? You brought up at the very... Near the end. Uh, also, spoilers alert if you haven't seen this movie, because we're just ruining You should. Here. Definitely. Um, uh, that because very much that chef character is such a caricature, which is so common in movies of that era, era for non-white actors, right? Oh my god. But then, you've got that scene at the very end, right. the church full of 
like real people. And it's almost like What they, did you want to say? It was like a it was a black no, it was a well, black uh, church. Uh, it was like I don't know. Like, no, you, you, no, you you should point that out because I didn't yeah. say that. But it's yeah. a church full of black people, but they weren't caricatures. They were no. just real people. Yeah. So it was almost like the movie was very aware of itself in what they did with that colored chef. Like they they made him a caricature on purpose, mm-hmm. knowing what they were going to do at the end. Well, because they, it was it was a black church doing a service, and the pastor also, called in a a, a, a a bunch of white slaves, which is. Interesting. Quite interesting. But I was thinking more about how the sense that it's like the the colored chef works for Hollywood people. So it's like Hollywood does these caricatures. Oh, interesting. But the real world doesn't, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like for a comedy of that era, it's just it's so layered. There's so much going on that you know, the fact that and, and you know for some reason I forgot that it ended with him getting out of jail. I the first time I watched this movie I've, I've seen this movie several times now. But I had to, I always have, and I think it's because it flashes back to that overlay of like the 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 guys from jail laughing. But for some reason, I always forget that he gets out of jail. Hmm. And there's something that I almost prefer with the idea of thinking of that he doesn't get out and he just stays there. But he learned that lesson anyway. But I guess at that era, you have to you have to point. Do you think that he learned? Like, do you think that he learned enough? Like, he was this like like kind of. Bourgeois, are you, is, is there a time limit here? No, no. Okay, there's like this like bougie, you know, film director. I mean, the premise of the film is this like film director coming out of Hollywood. He doesn't. He wants to make his next feature film real, and in order to do so, uh, he goes out into the real world and says, you know, like any other actor would be like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. live it rough. I'm gonna be a hobo on the street or a tramp, as they said in the forties. <laughs> a tramp. As a tramp. With 10 cents in his pocket, and he's going to learn what it means to... Live a hard life. Live a hard life, so that he can go back... He's going to get into trouble. Get into trouble. Do you think he he learned what he needed to learn? But that's what he says at the end. He's like, I haven't learned enough. Like, I don't know enough to make a movie about hard living. Like, he acknowledges that at the end. Well, yeah, he says, I don't want to make this film anymore. Was but he... Really, he oh, right, we're at that? But he... Yeah. But he literally says, I haven't lived a hard enough life. Like, even all he's gone through, he went to a prison camp. He so says, I haven't lived a hard enough life mm-hmm. to make a movie like that. He saw what it really was like. Yeah, he, he realized that it's like, as hard as it was for him, it still wasn't as hard as it was for others. You know what was really, Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. What was interesting was how... Uh, to be able to watch such great cinema with, with uh, you know, a 2017 brain. Mm-hmm. It's well, fucked the- how it's wired because it's like, little things like, as soon as Veronica Lake threw him into the pool, I was like, oh my god, his phone. <laughs> There's no phone in his pocket. His <laughs> wallet, know? maybe. Or, 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 he had in his pocket. He was fine. Right? <laughs> yeah. But how my brain works, or like how when they were going to show, you know, this film, and I was like, well, they didn't have TVs yet. Oh, yeah, how, no, you're like. How did they show. So the end of the movie ends with them <laughs> showing a film in a church, and, and Tom's like, how are they going to show the movie? And they were, <laughs> well, this is a movie that was made in that era. They use projectors. <laughs> I'm pathetic. It's okay. It's fine. But it's it's interesting. It's and that's and that's part of the exercise with uh, with this kind of thing and watching older movies uh-huh. is can you appreciate them through the guise of now? You know, even as like, you know, we're living in this era of you know Trump, and it's like you think about you know people hard living and that kind of stuff. It's like the movie's somewhat relevant to now too. Very much. You Don't know, you find that, that everything that you're watching lately is relevant? It's ridiculous. No like we it's we talked about it already, but it's like Casablanca was way more relevant than we expected when mm-hmm. we were watching it for mm-hmm. this. 
Um, but even it's funny, but it's like, but in some people, like you love these old kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, apartment you've seen the apartment. Oh, the apartment's one of my favorites. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but like Sam, mm-hmm. Sam Coyle is a friend of ours. Doesn't doesn't love old movies because of the style of acting bothers her. Really? Yeah, but but I, but that's what, I can understand. That. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. There's there's like a, for me, I love it because there's something yeah, romantic there's some, about it. There's right? something romantic. I I feel like I just want to talk like you this love now. that. I, I love it. I, I really do. You would fit in. <laughs> I love it. I, in fact, I said to you midway. I said, can we make a movie like this? Yeah, you'd be yeah. great in a period piece like this. Oh, I would love to. And just and oh oh, can we talk about that first scene? That yeah. master scene. You know, I was just thinking it was this. I don't know how long it is. I want to say it's four or five minutes long. I'm gonna say it's about seven. We can, Let's go with seven. We can look it up. We're not going to do that. Let's go six, six minutes. Yeah. Let's fight about the time of the master scene. Um, but the the film opens up with the, the main character and um, a few other, and his agent and what? what we I don't say. think it's his agent. I think it's like studio guys. So yeah, studio guys. Yeah. Paramount guys. Or whatever. But whoever they are. Whoever they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Well, it opens seeing like a scene from a movie. I don't know if it's his movie or not, but it's a movie and then he comes out and goes, no, it is his movie. Did he just make it? Uh, no, it, it was it was an, another. He's like, I want to make movie. movies like that. They're like, ah, oh, you should make dramas. You're a comedy guy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like this big long. It, you know, it sets up the entire movie. It was like a six minute discussion between these characters. It was a master, and the dialogue was bam, but bam, 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 verbatim. And I just had these moments of like recalling of you know when I would show up on set and you know somebody wouldn't be off book and it would be a page or 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 something. Somebody wouldn't know their lines. And it's such bullshit because it's just, I felt like I saw the the prestige and the commitment to the art form in this film. Because you can't, you know, especially because time is so precious, film is so precious, you can't, whereas there's something about shooting on film that's more delicate. I feel like you can't fuck you around. Feel, you, you gotta do your job. Yeah. Now. Like, oh, we'll take that again. Well, all these actors are more, we're more versed in, in um, theater as well at this age, mm. at this age, this era. You know. I know very little about Veronica Lake, and I would like to. Uh... Yeah, I don't like. This is the thing I think that she's most famous for. Really, probably. Her look is like a yacht, like a Catherine Hepburn. I felt like you. Did you feel that way or no? Yeah, she's got very interesting lips. Well, interesting that you should say so because halfway through the film, I was like, and I know that they did this with Greta Garbo, but they like. Uh, receded her hairline okay. and stuff like that, but I was, I was thinking, not, not for Veronica, but in this film, I thought that perhaps they made her lips... Well, they painted her lips in a weird way. That they was painted like, her lips over her lip line. Yeah, they created like a look for it. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. And even her hair, that wavy hair, like, I don't think it's I have to look. Um, we were watching the Criterion Blu-ray, hmm. but I can't remember. I know, like, the poster from when I originally saw it on the DVD, the poster was just kind of her, and half her face was covered... The poster was of her? I'm going to go get the DVD. Grab the DVD. I don't know if it's the same cover that was originally there, but the poster is just like ha- her face is half of it covered by her hair. And that was kind of her Where did look. You get the, did you buy this Blu-ray? I did. I'm a, Such I'm a purchaser a nerd. of... I'm a nerd. Oh, do I? This is the, the, the Criterion Blu-ray. Oh, this is like the hipster version of the... It's not the hipster version. Criterions have been around before hipsters. Yeah, but it's, it's like a comment. It's... I think this is the only way you can get it, though. I don't think it, it exists on any other... Is this the original... 
It's not original. It's Blu-ray. Jesus Christ. Not the fucking Blu-ray, but the poster. The poster. Oh, no, no. This isn't. This is the art. So if you look inside, it probably. This is so hipster. This is ridiculous. So if you're listening to this, look on the interweb and find. uh, This is pretty, though. It is pretty. Criterion does a good job. No, these aren't any of the original artwork. Beautiful. I'll show you later what the original artwork looks like. Jeremy, okay. On on another note, being a this is the first time that I've watched a film in the beautiful theater of Jeremy Lalonde. Hmm. Um. Unreal. It's a nice experience, I right? I want to do everything here. <laughs> you just want to watch every movie here? unbelievable. I like what it makes me do is it makes me turn my phone off. It makes me not have my laptop on my lap. I don't want to do anything, but what's so great about it is that, oh, this is what I wanted to tell you. Because the image is so big and we're so close and it's so, you feel inside the movie mm. and that the actors are life-size. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not watching it on TV, but they're this tall. It felt like I could go up to Veronica and... Mank out with her. <laughs> do, no, no, do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like she's my size. And, or they're... That's what I try to create in this room, Tommy. It's like a way to just be intimate do with the movie. Do people know about this? Am I the first? You're, well, we've recorded a couple of these now, but it's like, but that, I, this is kind of like, and I also think that it's like, we're getting away, we're getting to this point in time where people are getting away from the communal experience of film. You know, people are just, they're watching on their phones, their tablets, their laptops. Or they're, you know... They're, so this was important to you, for you to create a space where you can kind of get back to the roots of... Yeah, and just also the idea of watching films with people. Like, I always think the best way to re-watch a movie is to watch it with someone who's never seen it. Mm. And I think... Is it, that how you're able to rewatch? I mean, you're, you're a film nerd, but can you watch movies over and over again because you're seeing it with somebody else? It, it makes a big difference. Like, because people see stuff like you, like you caught that thing at the end, but like... You know, the, the black church and then the, the white slaves. It's like, that's something that I hadn't picked up on my multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. Or had really thought about mm-hmm. it until you, you pointed it out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what I love about watching movies with my son is that it's that, that I loved as a kid is he's never seen it. So for him, everything is super exciting right. and interesting. And he's wondering about things. You know, I haven't yet on the podcast watched a movie I haven't seen yet. Oh, so I'm looking really? forward to that experience, too. Do you but know what movie you want that to be? We're doing, uh, I think the next episode after this is going to be... Oh, A Beautiful Life. Life, uh, Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful, yeah. Very close. Very close. You're real close. Uh, yeah, and I haven't seen that one yet, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But part of it is just an excuse to just actually sit down and watch movies with people. Because yeah. whoever does that now? No one. No one does it. You, no have, to, you have to trick them into doing a no podcast. One. Yeah. Is this what this is about? It's just a trick. It's just Got a trick for me to like hang out with want. people I like and watch movies. Because mm-hmm. nobody does that. It's nice. You should do. I encourage everyone to do this. It makes me want to go home and turn our garage, which we're doing, into a screening room. But to put a projector. So, what were your expectations of the movie as you watched it? Because you didn't know anything about it. I had zero expectations, Jeremy. I had zero expectations. You didn't even know the plot. I knew nothing. I did know that Veronica Lake was born in 1922. Don't know why I knew that. Interesting. I think I googled her quickly. So, at the time of this movie, she was 19. 19. She was born in 22. This movie came out in 41. So she was... 19. 19. Wow. Little the girl was 19. The girl, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never realized that she didn't have a name in the movie until you pointed that out in the credits. Oh, wow. The girl. I guess, and, no, I guess the, first, never... the first four people had, had names. The actors had names. The actors, the actress did not. Yeah. Well... Some things haven't changed. It's <laughs> fair. Uh, and then, but I guess her name is never mentioned in the movie. 
They never kiss the entire movie either. No, they don't. It's very timid. It's very coy. Well, wonder if it's part of like the Hayes production code, the fact that he was a married man. You can't have a married man. He wasn't married. He was married and divorced. But he, but until the very end, when and he had to be divorced for I, sure until they could touch lips. Perhaps. And she cried about it. And they did she a did. dolly in of her tears. But you buy that she actually liked him and it wasn't just that he was a director. You like, you Absolutely. She's adorable in the movie. I love that, I love that line. Um, well, who bought who the ham and eggs? Did I buy you the ham and eggs or did you buy me the ham and eggs? <laughs> I love that. You just love doing that accent. Yes, I do. So overall thoughts, like what, what did you think in the end of it? I love the film. I'll never see it again. I, I, not because I didn't, yeah. you know, I, I'm not like, I don't think, I have to love, love, love a movie to see it multiple times. Um, it's something that will resonate with me that I'll think about. I'm going to go home and Google the shit out of, yeah. um, Veronica Lake, <laughs> masturbate the photos, I get it. Perhaps. Well, it's also the kind of film I think that you get everything out of it the first time around. You do. Yes. You know, so it's like, it's not the kind of movie you have to revisit. Mm-hmm. Like it's the kind of movie that. I wanted to own because of something like this or like in case someone came along and I'm like I think that person should watch this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if I can just loan it to people because it's right. not the kind of movie you can find easily speaking of which I think I still have the first season of your wire you're the one that has it I have it ah I almost rebought it okay great I have it okay good oh, sorry we just moved I have it I found it's it so I'm like, entertaining oh, fuck, for people listening yeah ah, did you not know I had it I did not know I it. have it I'm gonna give it back to you I didn't even watch it <laughs> you should watch it first. <laughs> this is literally from two years ago. Yeah, hilarious. Okay. Um, what do you feel that you felt? What do you feel that you felt when you feel when you feel when you watch the feels of the film? <laughs> um, I think this time around, I bet you the last time I watched this, I like had my laptop in my lap and I was like half watching Distracted. it, half doing. I, I think when I first got the the disc, I probably popped it in, but then I was doing other stuff. While I was watching it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the first time since the first time I watched it that I just sat and just watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did nothing. I, 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 kudos to us. Good for us, right? Our eyes were focused. The on only thing we did, we did break the cell phone rule in the middle because we wanted to... Because at one point he gives away $5 bills. Oh, and I wanted to know what the equivalent would be Which is like $82. Today. It was $82. But then he also makes $3,000 a week, which is fifty grand a week. Which means he makes... What Christian Brun makes. He makes what Christian Brun makes. <laughs> If you don't know, Christian Brun is on Orphan Black. Yeah, I, mean, I love that it's silly. I love that it's... I think it's very self-aware. There's that great moment when they're in the car together when he's about to take her back to Chicago. Uh, and he's like... And she doesn't know who he is and he's quizzing her. And it's like, did you see this movie and that movie? And she's seen one of his... And she's like, yeah, it's great. It's stupid, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah, and It's great. Yeah. And, I, that, and that's what I love, too. It's just like, that's... And that's okay. It's yeah. okay, um, you know... To make movies like that, that that resonate with people in different ways and just take people's minds off stuff. There's, just, I think it's just like there's value in all entertainment mm-hmm. as long as it connects with people. And I, and I love that this movie celebrates that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that's what I want people to take away from this movie and why I think it's worth watching for people because it just really validates all different kind of art forms and all different kind of mediums. You know, whether it's comedy or it's horror or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like this movie does it for comedy, but I think it's. It's a statement on all art forms that aren't celebrated as much as, like, your quote-unquote award-winning films, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's the ones that like, kind of fall between the cracks in a way. I mean, I don't know. Was this an award film? Was this a lot of it? No, I don't think it was. 
I feel like her character. I, I wish she had a name. The girl character, Veronica. What would you Bay. name her? What would you give her a name? Bay. Bay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. What's her name? Give um, her a name. You should do it. If do I was right give her a name. God, I don't know. It's your job. Your job is to name Veronica Lake's character. I feel like I want to call her Veronica. That's fine. So. That's a lame and boring <laughs> choice, but you can make that choice. No, Jeremy. Her name is Jeremy. Um, she's strong. Yeah, she was but strong and forward, but you know, had to. I felt conformed to the times in a way. Like I felt as you have to do. Like it's just, it's tough. It's it's hard to judge movies with, you know. But they wrote a strong female, female character. character, didn't they? Yeah. Saying, you know, right off the get, like, who are you? What are you doing? What da 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 da? I'm coming with you. Da da. I don't know. It just felt very forward. There was nothing about her that felt... But she was also very much in support of him. Well, yeah. You know, she said, I just want to go where you go. Which is a very sweet thing to say, but it's yeah. also like, I don't have any plans of my own. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> is, is the other thing. But maybe she didn't. She's, she was an actress in Hollywood. No one in actress. No, but then also at the end, when you, when they think he's dead, like those, those two studio guys are like, we're going to take care of you forever. It's like, doesn't matter how talented you are. doesn't matter anything. He's like, we're going to take care of you. You're going to be fine. Yeah, we got you. Because Sullivan touched you. Right. And you're good now. Right. Um, yeah, so I think she, for that time, a fairly strong female character, despite the fact that she was labeled, credited as the, the girl. girl. Um, yeah, you know. he actually never asked her name. I'm sure they had conversations that we were not privy to, in between scenes. In between scenes, what's your? But name? also like a very intimate relationship, and yet we never see them kiss. Was it allowed in the forties? I don't know. I think I think it might have been part of like the. Hate. She so clearly loved him. Yeah, but and he loved and he adored. No, her too. you didn't. He adored her, but you didn't see the affection in the way that. She was all over him. But he also never, like, took advantage of the fact that she was an actor who knew who he was. Yes, like, she, he did. But you think... But he, he was constantly pushing her away. No, he was like, I'll get you a car and I'll bring you back to Hollywood and give you a job. No, all that kind of stuff, but he wasn't, like, come with me. He wasn't begging her. He was her like, to, come on me. <laughs> no. What? No, he wasn't, like, saying, you have to come with me, I need company. He was trying... He wanted he to... He wanted her to go, right. Yeah. And be like, this is my thing, da, da, da. That's all I meant. He wasn't, like, trying to seduce her. Is what I meant. Right, yeah, never. You know? He was sweet to her. He, he treated her more like a daughter, in a way. <laughs> no, but then at the end of the movie, they had that moment where he, she says something about, he's like, you're not, you're not attached anymore. And he said, well, I hope I'm not unattached for long. And you get a sense that, that yeah. they're going to, once the divorce comes through, they're going to be allowed to kiss on screen. <laughs> but I think that was part of the Hayes production code. It was like, you weren't allowed to do certain things. And it was like, a married man shall not kiss uh, really? someone else unless he's the villain of the movie. Jesus. Which may be allowed. You should implement that into all your films. <laughs> I, I See would, what happens. I would not make a movie. <laughs> you would be... You would, you would, you would. I would... You know what? That limitation would be interesting. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. See the film. See the film once. Talk in this accent. See? Appreciate awesome. the black and white film. Appreciate being a woman in film. Appreciate being the girl in film. Being the girl, quotations in film. Um, I love it. I think it's a, it's a classic. One other thing that I think is great is like the casting of like faces mm. in this movie. You're mm-hmm. looking at the one hobo. You're like that guy looks like his face is melting. Yeah, they did excellent casting actually. All the hobo were the hobos hobos. The tramps. Tramps. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to look that up. 
yeah, it's hard to say because they look great. Like the looks are great. They must just had books and books. Oh yeah, the aesthetic of photos of. What are your final thoughts, Jeremy Holland? Yeah, I loved watching it again. Like I I don't know when I'll watch it. You would want to watch it again. I might watch it like with my kids at some point. See, here's the thing. That's the difference. Like I can't. I'm like I did it. (coughs) Won't do it again. Rode a roller coaster. Won't (laughs) do it again. Yeah, this one I would revisit with the right person, or maybe when my kids are older. Right. Not right now. They wouldn't. They wouldn't enjoy it right now. They'd right, right, it. right. That's a good plan. Yeah. Well, I loved watching this with you. I loved laying back, having you massage my feet. It's true. I gave a complimentary foot rub. Complimentary foot rub. Uh, drank some brews. Watched a movie. Yeah, we'll do it again. You can come back on another one. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Thanks for joining us for Sullivan's Travels. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter at Lalon Jeremy and check out Facebook for Black Hole Films. And feel free to suggest any films you think we should cover or ask any questions that you think we should ask. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.